This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk potty pressure and speak with comedian, singer-songwriter Adira Amram. Woo! A potty time got to go with the flow. Did you, oh, we'll talk about that later. How are you, Teresa? Uh, I'm great. <clears throat> I'm fantastic. You are? Yeah. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. How are you? I am okay. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. As a reminder to our listeners, we're doing a little pre-recording here yep. because we're both, you know, Teresa way more than me is on the imminent birth path. Well, we're well, both, at this point, we're really both. We both the... could go at any minute, lucky <laughs> listeners. But uh, Teresa, uh, for to remind people, Teresa's about a month ahead of me, or almost to the day. Yeah. Uh, a month ahead of me. And uh, by the time you hear this, uh, she will have had this child or she's going to be pissed. Well, I don't think it's actually physically possible for me to have not had the child. Yeah, you're not like a horse. I'm not going to be like a month late. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Though people love to make that joke all the time. I've been getting that a lot lately. Your baby's because my baby's due on the 6th of December. Uh And everybody's like, Christmas baby. What? I'm like, what the fuck? They wouldn't even even know hospital would allow you to do that. Do you even know how December works? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know when Christmas? takes place. Yeah. It's the same day every year. Yeah, it's not one of those day. holidays that yeah. like could fall on a I mean, I get late. I shouldn't have a baby in me that much longer yeah. past my due date. Yeah. But let's just talk about how it's not a Christmas baby December 6th. Everybody <laughs> shut it. There's no way it's a Christmas baby. It's not a baby. Christmas baby. It could be a Thanksgiving baby. It's probably going to be either a Thanksgiving baby or my prediction is, an, and we will all know this by the time this is coming out, uh, the biggest game of the Alabama season every year, regardless of how we're doing, uh-huh. is a game against our biggest rival, Auburn. It's called the Iron Bowl, and it always happens like a couple of days after Thanksgiving, if not oh, Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Um, this year, it's the 30th. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you is. I'm going into labor That's during the, the Iron Bowl, and yep. I'll be in California, not Alabama. If I was in Alabama, it would just be be on all the televisions in the hospital. <laughs> right. It just would be. Right. I'm not exaggerating. I'm going to be in California like, we're going to have to wait. Yeah. You're going to have to <laughs> turn just, on like, the TV. I am. I maybe you will have a home birth after all. Oh, so maybe I will. Watch the game. Oh, thank God. Um, anyway, how are you? Because you're, you're way. Yeah, I'm, getting, could just I'm go. getting really close. I think it's, it's weird because like, um, I was definitely like kind of dragging for a few weeks right. there and it was getting really hard. But I think now that I'm full term, yeah. I really feel great because I'm excited <laughs> about the birth and I'm excited about the baby. And, I, and I'm and i like, it's like, it's happening. Like, yeah. I don't have this like long, I don't know, the waiting is really... What, what what was killing you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Spill it. Yeah. So, and then, so I've been doing all this like prep work for the birth, and I decided yes. to get a like birthing pool, a rent, rent a birthing <laughs> pool to have set up in my hospital room. I got to tell to you, use when I'm in labor, I don't want to surprise anybody, <laughs> but I actually think this is totally awesome. Yeah. I, there's a sniff. Well, that's because it is awesome. Because it is. What are you going to say? I know. I mean, I, well, because, like, I mean, outside of the whole, like, just hanging out naked in the tub right. for, it's like, a, little, a long time yeah. is is the only, like, odd personal thing. And <laughs> I think I was mentioning that, like, what would drive me crazy if I did the if I did this was that it would be, I feel like it would be impossible for every person who has to come in and out of your room to not be like, how's the water? Right? And make some, like, kind of joke that would just make me Serious, uh-huh. but I'd be laboring, so I guess I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, but like you've got that yeah. out of all the birthing videos, all the classes, all the stuff that just made yeah. me bananas. Yeah. Whenever I saw a water birth, I was like, "That looks like that makes total sense." Yeah, it looks really easy totally. and relaxing. Yeah, no one's ever like yelling in a water birth to any just certain degree. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. to the same point where they're like. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a different. Kind it's a of, different. It changes the vibe. I think it changes the oh, it changes. It becomes like a hot tub party. Yeah, well, that's what it'll be yeah. like. We're gonna have like beer. Yeah, and, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it'll be good. I mean, everybody I've talked to thinks that it will help me avoid injury this time. Mm. Um, and I may, the, the tricky part is I, I may not be able to actually deliver in the pool. Um, most of the doctors yeah. at my hospital would not allow me to deliver in the pool hmm. because that's just not, they don't know how to do that. Right. And they don't really understand the philosophy. Um, there's one <laughs> midwife who said if she's on duty, she will happily allow me to wow. deliver in the water. So I'm like telling Oscar like, okay, baby. <laughs> Listen up. We Tuesdays, got to time this Tuesdays out. Tuesdays or Wednesdays during the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we need to make this happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I mean, even if I can't deliver in the water, I can still oh, I use be... the pool while I'm yeah. laboring, which I think will just be nice to have as an option. Who knows? Maybe what I will. get out of the tub? What do you mean? Once, I mean, I getting in and out of the tub. Well, it probably takes a really long time <laughs> and you have people helping you. <laughs> Because I okay, do you remember this? I was reading somebody's birth story and they were they were commenting on how like when they decided to leave to go to the hospital, it took them like twenty minutes to get from the front door to their car, like right down the driveway. Like they didn't have a long driveway. It was just right. And I and it reminded me like, oh yeah, when you're in labor, it's like impossible to do like to move, move, like do anything. You're gonna feel like <laughs> like the crane so is gonna long. come in. Yeah. You up and I have to like, like call in the orderlies or whatever. I know, but I will say, but also makes this because I'm like, you're getting a tub. I know, I want a tub. Yeah, but we should all get tubs. We should all get tubs. <laughs> we should start sponsoring. Can we have like, a tub sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I think makes it a lot easier <laughs> to be Teresa getting a tub. Yeah, is that you have like you have your team. You you're doing the doula. Yeah. And you've got Jesse there. Yeah. So you've got like two people right. kind of going in to kind of yeah. deal with the schematics mm-hmm. as well as deal with you. Right. Where would it be just me and Stefan? So then he would be like all about the pool. <laughs> He'd be yeah, trying to work on the maybe, pool, setting up maybe the pool. Maybe he'd be then, all about the pool. And then you'd just be like by yourself. Yeah. And then I'd be by myself. Yeah. Right. So like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That kind of squashes my. That is what squashes yeah, my tub dream. There, you you can't hire a doula. That's no, not at, at possible. This, oh no! At this point, not you could this point, never. It's way too there's late no to way hire you'll a doula. be able to have. And there's also no way for you to have anyone else there to help you. Pretty you much. Certainly, pretty wouldn't much. Be I, able to have look, anyone else. There. I woke up. It was Tuesday. I that, this is how my fate was laid out. <laughs> problems unsolvable. <laughs> Speaking of problems unsolvable. Yeah. This week, we are going to talk about potty training. Yes. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Me too. Problems unsolvable. (laughs) Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting Miss and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. How old is Simon? He's two years and two months. So he's fully potty trained. Because <laughs> if you say no to me, you're doing this horribly right. You're he's, failing. He's just very, he's very <laughs> slow. Oh, he's not very, very. He's really behind. <laughs> No, he's not potty trained by any sense of the imagination. How does that make you feel? Feel fine about <laughs> it, actually. <laughs> but I have had I have had other parents of children around the same yeah. age say, "Oh, so he's fully potty trained," and be and be serious, serious not joking, right? So this is a thing. This is definitely a oh, thing. No, there is definitely a thing. All right, so why don't we? Why don't we start off yeah. with, on talking about potty pressure? Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, again, for us, <laughs> we were so isolated, just isolated ourselves. Uh-huh. And I purposely chose not to go out and get, like, potty training books or sleep yeah. training books or any of those things. Uh-huh. Because it just, I knew it would make me, it would make me personally crazy. Uh-huh. And I kind of had already come to terms with the fact that every kid was different. And yeah. it just, we just decided our rule in terms of Catherine Bell was to always... Kind of let her lead. Give her the tools, but, like, let, you know, like, uh-huh. she's, you know, the swaddle just broke. I mean, we just stopped that on its own. Like, the mm-hmm. moment we fought that, the moment she was ready to do it. You know, mm-hmm. same with, like, bottles. Same with, like, weaning, all that stuff. So, with potty training, I was just like, 
I never had a sense of when it sh- it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just knew that probably around three mm-hmm. seemed like a good time for us to start focusing. I mean, she like had to show interest. She had yeah. to be like, you know, ready. But I have noticed since then mm-hmm. being on like message boards or message group boards or just like here, especially because we do the show, you know, we I, I – for me, at least, I just feel like I'm presented more with, like, people's concerns. Like, yeah. I'm more aware of other moms' uh, concerns and issues. And the potty thing, I'll see it come up on Facebook. I'll see it come up on with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and on message boards where it's like, you know, my baby's turning two. Yeah. When did you start potty training? Yeah. You know, I've just got to be potty trained. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. That is such pressure. Yeah. Now, if your kid's ready to be potty trained at two. Fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Life is about to get way easier. But like, I do feel like it's the potty training kind of falls into that same category of the breastfeeding, the same or or bottle feeding or whatever mm-hmm. of there's Should a I be weird schedule. Yeah. There's a weird schedule. And it's very easy for the mom, I think, to get wrapped up in putting this pressure on themselves and then putting, And also and putting and also sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but like and also like this focus on developmental milestones, yeah. like at the at the like risk of like who of cares who? of whatever else. Like it's just like, well, I just want to get there, you know. Like yeah. I just want to get there. I want to get there, and then it's like, well, once you get there, then that's just where you are, and there's something else. You yeah, know what I mean? don't like, get me wrong. Nobody's like being sentimental about diapers, <laughs> right? Right. But, but you're right. It's like there's this weird pressure of like, well, we should be starting this because somebody else started this. Yeah. And yeah. And also, I personally, anytime I see somebody say my kid's potty trained and they're not quite two yet, I'm yeah. like, bullshit. You had yeah. a good three-day run. Welcome to your kid being in their bed until they're five. Like, yeah. I just bullshit. Like, I just, like, I just well, find that hard. So there's this, there's this sort of, um, I guess it's like a movement. I mean, we've, we've touched on previously the yeah. whole, like, diaper-free thing, even right. with babies, like, teaching yeah. your baby to communicate to you and, like, notice when they're going to go to the bathroom. Right. Like, before they're, like, when we're talking, like, really little babies. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a similar movement that's, like, kids can totally be potty trained. This is the this is the theory. The theory is kids can absolutely be potty trained way earlier than we normally do it in this country. Right. And for some reason we're sitting around waiting for our kids to show us that they're quote unquote ready uh-huh. when what all we really have to do is show them how to do it and make it a right. priority and take these steps to potty train them. Okay. And they can absolutely any kid can be quote unquote ready. Right. Um and that, like, you know, all around the world, kids are potty trained way earlier because right. they don't have diapers. The rest of the world is beating us right. again! Right. <laughs> and, um, and so, but I think this is really interesting because um, Simon, I take Simon to this parent and me thing at a preschool that is like a diaper, no diapers preschool. And when all the kids start at two, they have to be potty trained or potty learned. And <laughs> what does that mean? Like, do they just know what a potty is? I don't. I think they just try not to say potty trained because it sounds like you're talking about a dog. <laughs> so they say potty learned <laughs> instead. But it's the same fucking thing. We don't want to put pressure on you with the whole using the word training. But right. Your kid better know but how to shit in the better, toilet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've since found out that the kids there have accidents all the time. So like, <laughs> is that it's really, yeah. I don't know if it's better. Um, but you know, we go to this thing, and because all, we're. I, I don't know that we will actually apply to this preschool to send Simon there, sure. but um, we're going to this program and it's fun. A lot of the other parents who are in this program with their kids are planning to send their kids there. And so they, there's a ton of kids in this program that are literally like under two and right. are wearing underwear in there. Wow. I'm telling you. Like, and everybody goes and uses the potty and they're all talking about potty and blah, 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 blah. I just don't know. Like, I had a long talk with the teacher about it, and she has, like, a 20-month-old boy, and she's, like, starting to tell her husband, like, we need to start soon. It's time to start. And her husband's kind of not on board for it. Not like... Not like he thinks it will harm the kid, but he's just kind of like, why? Why are we doing this? And I sort of have, like... That same, I have this feeling that, like, it probably is true that if this is a priority for you for some reason, you can do it. Like, your kid can do it, you know, if you, like, really want to do it. But I also have this feeling, like, 
diapers in a lot of ways are way easier. Oh, there's so many times I like, missed the diaper. Do you know what I mean? I missed the diaper. I mean, still, Gabriel's like four years old, and I'm right. like, oh, we could just because never have, have to, to leave this car. I know. <laughs> well, and it's so also just like gross. constantly remembering we yeah. need to go do this, you know. Yeah, and it is. And you're getting up again at night uh, multiple times yeah. where, you know, maybe with the diaper, you don't, your kid sleeps through the night, perhaps. Right. <laughs> but, um, or maybe they don't. But like, it just, it does seem like a lot. Maybe I'm just being basically making a decision out of laziness here. But like, I'm just saying, like, I'm guessing that doing an actual potty training, like, like step by step regimen with him, like getting him on board for that for <laughs> for twenty four hours a day is going to be a lot easier when he's three than it is when yeah. he's two. And maybe I'm maybe that's not true at all. But like it, it really is. But you nailed it. Okay, it is about you a little bit, uh-huh. and this is is it again. Uh, same thing with like the pacifier thing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or sleep, or like whatever. You know, yeah. like there is something about like what. You've got, as the parent, I mean, there are a lot of things your kid needs to be able to do, yeah. right? Like, I mean, you know, and, and again, like you said, if you want to do it before your kid's, like, developmentally ready for it, uh-huh. it's the pressure steps up even more on you. But you have to be committed. Yeah. And both parents or both people or whoever's at the house has to be on board of, like, all right, we all are aware. We're all paying attention to the faces, We're all, you know, that the mm-hmm. kids are making. We're all yeah. paying attention to, like, a general schedule. They t- You know, if you just— fed your kid lunch, it's a really good chance that 30 to 45 yeah. minutes later, that kid's going to the bathroom. Yeah. So you need to be prepared to do that. Yeah. If you're taking your kid out, you got to put him on the body beforehand. You got to be at the target being like, do you need to go? Yeah. Do you need to go? Do yeah. you need to go? And be ready to go. Like you can't. <sighs> and the the thing the, the thing that I saw happening a lot with kids uh, potty training wise was they either... If they either had, like, a nanny, if they were, like, not in school yet, but they were doing it, like, they had a nanny full-time while they worked Mm full-time, or the kid was in preschool, and the preschool was implementing potty training. Like, I know ours, when Katie Bell went in at three, she was pretty much potty trained, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe during a nap, you know. I mean, but I didn't think she was going to nap at school, so it didn't matter. But, like, Mm -hmm. she pretty much knew how to use it. She was potty trained for Mm -hmm. the most part. Um, And... But there were a lot of kids at school who weren't, mm-hmm. not even started, mm-hmm. not even beginning. And so the school is doing a lot of work with them. You know, like I was watching them. Like those boys had to pull down those pull-ups themselves. They had to be, I mean, it was a lot of work getting the kids used to being responsible for their own body, being responsible for their own diaper. I mean, you know, all that. And then they'd go home and the parents weren't doing anything. The parents yeah. just left him in a diaper all weekend or yeah. like there was no – I can remember talking to one parent and the parent being like, I really don't know what they do at the school. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, that really is – if you want this to be successful, I feel like – and you've got somebody else outside of the house working yeah. on the potty training. you got to communicate. Like yeah. you've got to find out what they're – like. It, that seems like yeah. it's also on the school, though. Like it seems like it's a two-way street. Like, well, yeah, but the school – well, sure, but but well – a little, but I found that with schools, you got to go in and dig for the information sometimes, uh-huh. you know, because yeah. they're, they're dealing with, like, 20 kids. Yeah, yeah. You're only dealing true. with yours. Right. And, you know, if you know your kids getting potty trained at school, yeah. you should take the initiative to be like, yeah. what are you doing are you so doing? that I can do it at home, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, You absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, part of it is about deciding when you're ready mm-hmm. to do it. I could never do the, like diaper-free, pick the kid up and run to the bathroom because I always thought that would be, like, really traumatic if I was in the middle of trying to pee and somebody picked me up and, like, ran me to the bathroom. And I'm like, ah! (laughs) Totally. Totally. It takes you out of your body. Like, that's why they say, like, I think they say um, accidents are actually good for the body training process because they have to, like, see what happens. She used to come out of the bathtub, like, there was, like, a month period where she would walk out of the bathroom She'd take her bath. We'd have peed. God knows how many times that kid was peeing in the tub. But, yeah. like, she'd walk out, be drying her off, and she would just walk over to this rug yeah. in the den and just pee. And just, every time. Like, God. every time. I was just like, this fucking rug. Oh, my God. It was just like every time. Yeah. But we also did – so we had some books. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in prep work. Uh, yeah. We had the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do – we didn't Not do – Not for you, but for, for her. For her. Oh, yeah, yeah. for her. No, no prep for me. Right. Only prep for her. Right. But we didn't do like a reward thing. Like, are you, I mean, we had shit stickers. Yeah. But there was like a sticker chart. There was one book in particular we really liked. Uh, a potty just for me. 
or something oh. like that. I don't know what the fuck it was. But um, it was geared <laughs> towards girls, and there was, like, stickers. Okay. There was a sticker chart. All right. But are you guys, are you pro, like, here's your lolly, here's your potty pop, or you're like, whatever, well, are you, like, pro, you know, <laughs> food bribery? I, I kind of, okay, here's what happened. <laughs> Bathtub like, lady, are yeah. you pro? <laughs> so here's what happened, like. I it seems like it ma- doesn't make sense, but right. basically what happened was he was like he he was not even two. It was like before two. Yeah, and this is like a perfect example of how this shit goes down. <laughs> my my friend said to me, "Oh, so and so's little boy, who's like yeah. you know, five weeks ahead of like o- older than Simon. He's like, in very, college. He's already yeah. accepted to Harvard. <laughs> so and so's kid is like already totally potty trained. All they did." Was buy those little mini peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's, the teeny teeny yeah, the tiny, super ones tiny ones from Trader Joe's, <laughs> and just tell him he could have one anytime he went in the potty. And <laughs> because he doesn't have sugar any other time of the day, right? It's not a big deal. He was like, he was like pumped about it, yeah. And he would just only go in the potty so that he could get a treat, right? And he just instantly was potty trained. And I was like, I'm gonna do that shit right now. Yeah, it's, that's the easiest thing <laughs> in the world. So we we did that, and like the funny thing is, like Simon does like it, but he'll do it like he does it like once or twice a day. Like he'll always do it before his bath, and then he goes, "I'm gonna get a treat," and he's like, "I peed in the potty, I right. got a treat," and then we give him one, and then like he'll do it at a like every once in a while he'll do it some other time of yeah. day, but it's like once or twice a day, and so it totally didn't have that effect of just like just... instantly. I'm just always gonna. You go. have the kid who happens to not give a shit about yeah, candy. like he right. thinks it's cool, but he doesn't like remember it at other times of yeah. the day. Like, oh, I should be doing. Doing this right, so I kind of think it was a stupid thing for us to do, but I also kind of don't think it matters that much. Yeah, I know. I'm totally like, if you want to do the potty pop thing, if you want to do like a candy yeah. treat reward, go for it. Yeah, you know, for us, it was like, for uh, we we went again, we went with stickers. Yeah, um, and because uh, the thing about the treats in general, like when she went to preschool, I was like, oh, I'm gonna give her a little. There'll be a little treat waiting for her in the car when I pick her yeah. up. We're like two years in now, and like the first thing she says when Where's I pick her up treat? is, "What's my treat?" Yeah, and it's like there's only so many fruit leathers or like I and know. she doesn't buy the fucking apples anymore I as know. a treat. Like that's done, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, Ugh. I know instigating instigating anything sugar related as a ritual mm-hmm. is really hard risky. To end. Yeah, it's like, risky. We did that with like I would heat up apple juice for him like a little bit of apple juice for him when I was weaning him right. from nursing and he loved it and it totally like helped us wean <laughs> from nursing but then, but it, then it was junkie. like now he wakes you know, well actually now we've finally cut that off too yeah. and he's fine but it was like a, almost a year of him first thing in the morning waking up like I need my apple cider <laughs> you know it's just like you're just tr- you're just like setting yeah, yourself up yeah you set up yourself for, up for another thing you're gonna have to yeah. fix down the road yeah and but stickers are good though, because stickers, for some reason children think that stickers are the best thing that you could they possibly do. They're so imagine. dumb. Uh, they're good. But then, but the the risk with stickers is you better have a fucking place to stick those stickers, uh-huh. or then you're gonna be that the the like ha- <laughs> this car, this is car that always pulls up, and they have like three kids, so I'm sure they're just like. Fuck everything. We don't give a shit oh, anymore. We'll windows. never have any nice. Yeah. The one window next to the, to the yeah. car seat is covered. just covered in stickers. Is you know those, those round Trader Joe's stickers? It's they any give them? and all okay. kind of stickers. From okay. banana stickers to like real right. stickers to whatever. Yeah, you need you know, like a chart. You need, you need like, like a you, know, you need like a, yeah. you need the chart. Yeah. Don't fuck around with the stickers. Yeah. Because it's going to be <laughs> everywhere. And if you don't care, you're... I envy you so much. So, but did the stickers work for her? They worked. She loved the stickers. Great. She really liked the stickers. The book worked, you know, having the books that she read specifically on the potty, you know, like they should stayed. We, should we maybe allot some time right now to, for you to share, like, what worked? Because yeah, that's right. actually so, helpful right. to so, okay, so like, we I, waited. Know I would like to hear, like, All right, what so we worked. had the potty laying around. Uh-huh. We waited until, you know, like, sometimes we, you know, put her on it, put her off. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we would try a couple of things, like, we'd put her on it before bath time mm-hmm. and we put her on after bath time. Like we would do some of that and just sort of talk about it. Yeah. But we didn't get like committed to doing it until closer to three uh-huh. because there were just like general signs. Like she was never a kid who was miserable in a diaper. Yeah. Um. So like that was bullshit. And we also didn't do pull-ups. 
Because like mm-hmm. Stefan was like, what is the point of pull-ups? I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know. Some people because they're supposed to feel that they're wet, but like a lot of kids wind up not giving a shit that they're wet. Yeah, okay. and it kind of like leaks through or whatever. I, mean, uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I just so the uh, the purpose is not that they can pull them down and well they can't. Yeah, I mean sure, it's like a, a variety of things. it's a few things. Okay, but like we just didn't go that route. Okay. We went uh, we went out and bought underpants after uh-huh. she had to fill up the chart. First, she had to okay. do her whole trip. Even though we knew she wasn't potty trained at the end of like four weeks of stickers, uh-huh. we still made a big deal that when you hit this mark, we're going to go get underpants. Uh-huh. When you hit this mark, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um, so we just wait. So how did she get a sticker then if she wasn't wearing underpants already? She was no, she wearing whenever a... she used the potty. She... Oh, just whenever so she, she had used a the diaper. Potty. Like so, so okay. like so... she would have a diaper. So she'd be like, I got to go potty. Oh, okay. We go in, we take the diaper okay. off. Uh, she'd use the potty. We put on a new diaper. Cool. All I wanted right. was it in the potty. I didn't care about like, you know, uh, her feel. I mean, she yeah. she needed to feel that her body yeah. was indicating that yeah. it was ready no, to go, not the pee after. Right. Um. So we committed. It took about I would say, you know, two months of like just being on it, both uh-huh. of us. And she wasn't in school yet, so there wasn't something interrupting the day. There was always yeah. kind of one of us or a babysitter around. Yeah. And we started sort of being aware of like when she was naturally going. I mean, we didn't get like obsessive and like super chart, but there were obvious times. Mm-hmm. We also did not try and train her during naps or nighttime mm-hmm. uh, because we just felt like your body just has to be ready to hold it totally (laughs) overnight and uh, during a nap and that just seemed like all i wanted was daytime peeing Mm -hmm. or pooping Mm -hmm. and we also just we try not to make a big deal about it in terms of like we tried to always keep it fun and if she if it didn't happen it wasn't a big deal Mm -hmm. uh because i didn't want her to be scared of the body you know what i mean and i'm um yeah the pressure the pressure is like really so again it was just (laughs) <laughs> we just went often. Yeah. You know, and she, you know, went when we went, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And as a result, we only, and then she slept in diapers at night. And then after a while, when the diaper started showing up dry, mm-hmm. and we always like, if oh, we woke up in the morning, the diaper was dry. I was always like, you did it. Can you believe it? How awesome that you totally did this in the night. She'd be yeah. like, I can't believe I did it. And yeah. we're like, woohoo. Yeah. You know, but again, we didn't. That was the reward. Was right. purely how awesome. Yeah, you know. Let's yeah. let's. And then we were like, let's give it another week. Mm-hmm. You know, if we do it three times in a row, then how about we don't sleep in diapers? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and that really worked for us. We did a couple of the videos. Mm-hmm. We did almost potty time because she was into Sesame Street, and we just did that like way before we started potty training. Mm-hmm. We just wanted her kind of familiar with. <laughs> for some reason, sometimes kids do just learn more from. TV. <laughs> yeah. They just do. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they do. <laughs> so we did that. So there was a lot of like Elmo's party time. Got to go with the flow. Yes, party time. You can do it, Elmo. Oh yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Like Grover listening to his body. It's all very relaxing. That's awesome. So, I mean, it just worked for her. And, and she, and then she just started going by herself. And now she's like four. And she's like, I need privacy. <laughs> but like, I encourage her to do, like, we, now that she's four, we'll go to, like, Target or whatever. We'll be at a bathroom and be like, do you want to go in there by yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, into the stall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, not like, in, not the like hall, I'm going to yeah. be on aisle three. Yeah. Come find me when you're done. Yeah. But, like, you know, and so she, like, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's always worked for her is just the sense of responsibility yeah. versus the sense of you have to do this yeah. thing. Yeah. So we've just gone with that with cool. her. Cool. The downside, I just want to talk about of all potty training before we wrap this up. The mm-hmm. downside, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with a boy. I assume they just pee everywhere. <laughs> and I'm not going to wait to let you tell me differently. All right. <laughs> I'll just let you go with that. I'm just going to just pee. I just have to retile in five years. <laughs> uh, but they, um, the downside of having a baby. Yeah. And then getting into potty training. Yeah. Is the fact that I have to say the word potty so often. Yeah. And it's really uncool. And then do you start saying and then I say it potty the house. when you're just, like, talking about I, yourself? I literally was like, all right, guys, I, I'll be right back. I got to go potty. <laughs> and, like, finally one day, because, like, you never have to say anything. But when there's a kid in the room, I know. you do have to you say, do. I'm going you're somewhere. You're trying to communicate Yeah, to you're them. trying yeah. to communicate. If it was just me and Stefan, I'd be like, be back. I know. You know. Or I would just go. 
somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Wouldn't be a big deal. But because it's her, finally stuff. But then it became this weird habit. So, yeah. like, every time I left a room, I'd be like, I'm going to potty. Yeah. And Stefan was like, <laughs> finally said, please stop saying the word potty. Ever. So that I can have sex with so you So that we can ever someday. have sex again <laughs> But then there's also the like. Yeah, I think you... I, when I'm talking just to Simon, I yeah. say like I'm going to go pee-pee. Yeah, yeah. Which is even petty. worse. Ah, so I mean, I wouldn't like, say that. In fr- I mean. There's this amazing scene in the Elmo Sesame Street video training thing where these kids all run on and they yell out what they call it. So it's like. Uh-huh. Poo-poo! And then another kid runs on and is like, duty! And this another kind of why I find the whole thing really funny. That's awesome. But, um, but there is, like, it starts as soon as, like, the baby's born or you're changing diapers. Oh, yeah. You do it. Like, see, every song becomes some sort of weird, horrible bathroom yeah. parody. Do yeah. you do that? Look, it's like, we have a lot of bad ones. Oh, we, we, I don't know. We try and stop ourselves. No, we, I think we just made up songs. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, we didn't, like, take other Ugh. songs and adapt them. We, like, have songs about, getting fresh diapers and yeah, yeah it's, it's horrible yeah it's really bad it's, <laughs> it's like horrible. one of the more like and then you like then your friends your friends without kids wonder why you just you're suddenly so silent all the time so i'm like if i actually start trying to talk to you right now yeah. i am not sure what horrible yeah. uncool awful garbage is about to come out oh of my, my mouth God, yeah it's awful yeah. I, I can barely relate to myself <laughs> So your kid better be trained. <laughs> so Teresa, I, oh my God! And just to put added pressure on you, you better get that kid out of diapers. But you have a mo- you have like two weeks. God, people have said that, say to that to me. You? People have fucking said that to me. <laughs> they have said that to me. I've also been told, well, Ugh. you know, you're going to be up in the night with the newborn anyway. It's a great time to potty train Simon during the night because oh. you can get him up and take him to the bathroom Fuck while that. you're up anyway. We with never woke mind. that child up. I was like this. I, I am like, not waking this kid up in the middle of the night. That kid can be in a diaper until she's married. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care at night what happens at night. What happens at night stays at night. But you are not getting oh up. You will God. be happy. Simon will be happy if you even I'm realize so he's there. I'm just like thinking about it. <laughs> so, no pressure, everybody. Yeah. But just don't don't potty train your kids. Just I don't think that's potty. what we learned today. I, yeah, I think it was, again for it. all milestones, my response is, are they doing it when they walk down the aisle for their wedding? Yeah. Nope. Then you're fine. <laughs> don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> Justin, what are you doing? I'm uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones? I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together doctor or something yes hey you know what it's time for this week's genius and fails this is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours you can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485 that's 206-350-9485 Teresa yes genius fail time Oh, goody. It's the best part of the day. Do you, would you like to go first? Sure. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. My genius moment. Yes. Um, was... Showing Simon the like ancient mail slot that like must have been built into our house in like 1920 or whatever nice. that is unusable. We don't use it because yeah. um we have a fence. So the mailman have, won't come to your door. Yes, the mailman <laughs> leaves the, our mail at our mailbox at our fence. Just throws it on the ground. Um, yeah. <laughs> And but anyways, I didn't even realize that this old mail slot like actually was functional, but it is, and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's like the funnest thing in the world. So he for him. Yeah, not for me. It's sure, it's not like, it's, not like, it's not like I'm in love with the mail slot. 
Um, no, but he, uh, he, he discovered it and then he was like, I'm making deliveries. And he was like running in and out and in and out, like going outside, dropping something in the slot, coming back around. That's awesome. And it's perfect because it's in our kitchen. So I could be like cooking and cleaning and doing stuff while he did that for like, I, I don't know. He did it for like an hour one day and then he did it again the next day. And then to prolong it even further, like he was like throwing his toys in there and stuff, yeah. whatever. To make it last even longer, I had the bright idea of let's write a letter to daddy and oh, mail it to him. Oh my God. And so we did that and that was awesome too. That's awesome. Yeah. Genius. Thank you. How about you? So uh, with the birth of child number two mm-hmm. coming very soon, uh, we are putting together what I call a Katie Bell's go bag. Now, Ooh. she's not going anywhere. She's staying at the house. <laughs> but, uh, and I, you know, I kind of stole this from a couple of different, like, odds and ends. But it basically, it's just, like, her special bag that whoever is taking care of her can pull stuff from that's just for her. Because, you know, you know you're gone essentially two days. Right. Give or take. Yeah. And it's also nice if it kind of bleeds a little bit into the first sort of day's home. Yeah. So it's got stuff like it's her I'm a Big Sister shirts in there. There are activity. Like I got her like a My Little Pony sticker book, you know, which that's a big activity. A couple of things I know that she's wanted. Plus some like ideas of, you know, what to do when the baby comes home. Like how can mm-hmm. you, you know, help? What would you like to do? Where they She can be talking with somebody about it. And so that's, like, part one of the genius thing is that she's going to have this special bag. And two, I just, outside of the few things I already bought and come up with, I just emailed my parents and I was like, you guys are in charge. (laughs) This is the basic, like, goal for this. This is a double genius. This is a basic goal for this. I'm going to let this go. I can't fill this because I'll get obsessed and crazy and, like, just send some things that are both big sister related and activity related. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Send it. Awesome. So my 23-month-old daughter and 17-month-old little girl at my daycare have been driving me absolutely crazy the last few weeks, (laughs) arguing over whose turn it is to fasten the buckle on the baby swing that I bought for the new baby in the daycare. They were constantly asking me to unfasten the buckle so they could do it again over (laughs) and over and over again until I finally got fed up uh, with all the arguing (laughs) I got on Amazon uh, for $12.99. I bought 70 colorful buckles, and they're in a box, and they can fasten them as much as they want. They don't argue anymore. They sit around that thing for like an hour at a time, (laughs) and when it's needed, I go and I detach all the buckles at once, and they can start all over again, and I once again have a mostly peaceful household. I love Amazon. (laughs) Everything. That's Yay. awesome. Good job. That's, you can't buy, like, a really weird shit on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like that. I need latches. Yeah. I want my kid to be able to unlatch something. Yeah. Good job, though, with the – I love the, like, the genius that comes from utter frustration. Totally. You want a fucking buckle? Yeah. Here's your fucking buckles. Here's a thousand. Academies. <laughs> good job, Ma. That's yeah, genius. Good job. That is pretty genius. Let's feel like – like real moms. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's bring it down back to reality. Yeah. Let's talk about our fails. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Teresa? I just want to say this is simple, but <laughs> there are so many dishes in my sink. I'm not even cooking right now. I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> It's so dirty and so disgusting, and it's constant. So I always feel like I'm doing dishes, right? and yet there are always dishes there. Mm. And I have a large protruding belly right now that makes it really difficult to do the dishes. So it's just a source of constant sadness and shame. Sad. Yeah. What you got? Pretty horrible. Yeah. As I have mentioned, I am in charge of sending out the weekly newsletter for the school Uh that lets them know what's going on. Mm -hmm. The big week news for this week was that it was picture day. Oh. And there are two days. One day is for, like, siblings and, like, you know, the next day is going to be for everybody else. Oh. Like, in some classes or whatever. Uh Two days. Not only did I send out the information, but 
you know, the school sent out backup additional information explaining everything. Uh-huh. So Sunday night, I'm like, hey, picture day tomorrow. Uh-huh. Katie Bell gets all pumped. Get yourself all dressed up and actually probably one of her worst ensembles ever because the kid <laughs> likes to overdress and like accessorize. But like this was really this was not a very Katie Bell ensemble uh-huh. that she put on. But she was really excited about it. So off we go to school and it's totally not her picture totally day. Totally not picture day. <laughs> so crushing oh sadness God. and despair from my child. I'm like... You got your picture. She's like, can I wear this necklace for the picture? Like the whole thing to the teacher who's like, it's not your picture day. Oh and I was my just God. like, Ugh. So hers was like the next day or something? Yeah, hers was the oh next day. Oh, my God. So I just sucks. It really, I, <laughs> I felt like a total jerk. <laughs> I was going to call you about my husband accidentally giving our daughter a black eye with a <laughs> bag of canned goods when he was unloading the car, but he topped it today. <laughs> came home on the way to football practice after work, very quietly opens the front door. I'm on the couch with a seven-month-old asleep on my lap. He says, is anybody in our bedroom? And I said, yes, but you're in luck. He's awake. You could be really helpful and go get him and bring him out here. Brandon is uh, 14-month-old. And so he goes back really quietly, gets Brandon, brings him out to the living room. And as he's walking really very carefully, so quietly with the baby, he steps on the gigantic Amazon bubble wrap that showed up earlier today <laughs> that the kids were playing with. That's on the floor. Wakes everybody in the house up. I've got three screaming babies in the house now. Three. And I don't know if this is my fail because I let the kids play with gigantic, awesome bubble wrap <laughs> and left it on the floor while the kids went to sleep. Or if it's his fail for once again, waking up every child in the house when he comes home for something that he forgot in the morning to take for football practice, which happens a lot. So I'll let you decide. My fail, his fail, or just an unfortunate accident. Uh, Let's go with him. I think he should just never be allowed to come home. No. He just shouldn't be there. You wouldn't do that with your kids. If you were trying to teach your kids a lesson, you'd say, sorry, you got to go. You forgot it. You forgot it. Um Oh, three. Yeah. And they all sound really young. They all sound very little. I'm pretty sure your husband's failing every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang in there, Mom. But, oh, but on an upswing, though, you had a hidden genius moment in there, and that is the bubble wrap. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah, that's great. Taping. I had to learn the hard way. You had to tape down oh, the bubble tape wrap it down. somehow because Katie that makes Bell, sense. Right. I was always like genius, and then yeah. she totally slide on it and bust. Yeah, but little uh, blue tape, the paint mm-hmm. tape, mm, genius. So good job, mom. Yep. Horrible job, dad. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. And not just any mom. Are you exci- I'm so excited about today's mom that we're calling. Who are we calling today? We are calling comedian, singer-songwriter, Adira Amram. I wish everybody could see your jazz hands right I have now. totally doing jazz hands. I'm so excited. Uh, she is the woman who sings our mom song that we do before, right after our Genius Fail segment. Yes! Right into Let's Call a Mom. Amazing! This is the woman. I'm so excited to have her on. I love that song. Because here's what, here's the double whammy. Okay. She's a brand new mom. Oh. So it's totally appropriate. <laughs> Welcome, Adira. Hey. <laughs> that's, that's the new mom enthusiasm. That's such a nice introduction. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it was so funny. We're like, I was like on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and you post this picture of a new baby, and I was like, <laughs> you had a baby? You were pregnant? Yeah. You, ha- you had the most mysterious... Facebook pregnancy I know I've ever seen well you know I just felt like (laughs) I was so I was so like nervous that something was going to happen that I was like let's just wait till we have a baby 
to really tell people. Like people are like, let's let's wait till ten weeks. Let's wait till twelve weeks. Yeah. Let's wait yeah. till five months. Let's wait till six months. Let's just wait till we have a baby. And you're like, let's yeah. just wait till it comes out. So like, so I'm like, there's a lot of days in between. Well, you it, know, I'm like, it makes we don't know what could happen. But makes, you didn't like keep it a secret in your life. You just kept it a no. secret on Facebook. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely, I wasn't like. Uh, Carrying giant bags around, being like, "Oh yeah. um, no, this is not a bump." Yeah, no, I right. was not being like crazy. I just was, you know. I mean, all my friends, anyone I saw, obviously, I was like, "I'm pregnant," but yeah. I just I felt weird about the the Facebook pregnancy. You know, it's like I know some people they post their sonogram and they're like, "So I guess this is happening." <laughs> <laughs> but I just felt like, mm, "Let's just wait till we have a baby." And yeah, now, yeah, I've seen that happen with a few. Actually, I have a few friends who recently, I've seen this happen this year. This round of babies being born this year has been a lot less like, you know, public. the public. <laughs> so I, I don't understand. It's so weird. Uh, a lot less public. Um, yeah. Well, sometimes you, it's nice to like save it for yourself a little bit. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And in some way, too, you know, and I, I imagine because you're due soon. So, yeah. Uh, even like I got so many emails and text messages and phone calls right around my due date with people being like, do you have yeah. that baby yet? Oh, I know, baby? I know. When's that Don't baby coming out? ever do that, people. Yeah, yeah stop do yourselves. That. Stop. I have, I have you'll had know. the urge to do that with my friends. And it's like, you just take take one step back and think about it for a second. What are you going to get in response to that yeah. text message? What do you think you're going to get in response to that text yeah, message? Yeah, you're either going to get like a really pissed off pregnant lady, full term pregnant lady response, or you can wait patiently like everybody yeah. else yeah. and be told, wait and for the Facebook announcement. You'll yeah. find out. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you'll find out when your mom posts. Yeah, my mom broke the story. Oh, well. <laughs> my mom, like, she was like, she just she she straight up put like the ugliest picture of me possible. <laughs> I was like, did I get final approval on that photo? I don't think so. Well, no. My my yeah. husband accidentally tweeted a picture of the baby on my boob when with nice. my first when I gave when I gave birth the first time because he was so wrapped up in the moment that he <laughs> oh didn't notice that my nipple was like in the picture. Nice. I was so incredibly naked at the hospital constantly. That yeah. They, the nurses kept being like, do you want to cover? I was like, no, 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 no. Um, I'm good having boobs out. Are you guys not cool with that? You're, you're <laughs> you never seen boobs where you guys just spent the last, like, three days looking at my vagina. Like, you're, you're yeah. uncomfortable with my bosoms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just kept shutting the door. I was like, keep that door open. <laughs> it's not like... We're clearly in the maternity ward. That's right. Yeah. Everybody knows what's happening around here. Uh, but so, because well, because you were so mysterious yeah. with your pregnancy, which is just again horribly unfair. You were. I was like doing the math in my head when the when the announcement came out, and I was like, wasn't she like on tour in yeah. like Europe? Well, well, I, like, yeah, I, um, yeah, I was on tour in Europe for. Week 13 to 17. Oh. Like doing shows. Oh. Uh, we did. And you guys are wearing a lot of spandex in your shows. Yeah. You're like yeah. all spandex. Just so you guys know, it's very much, if you've never seen uh, Adira and the Experience, which is the full name of the band, which I love the band and the backup Thank dancers you. so very much. Uh, but they are like in full, the best way I can describe it is like Jane Fonda style, wow. like the full tights and the um, the bodysuits and the yeah. the glam. And I, it's it's a lycra a lycra positive experience. Yes. Yeah, it's a so lot. Awesome. It's a lot yes. of body body shapewear. No, there's actually I I, I thought. You know, obviously, I was like, "Am I showing?" Because, of course, <laughs> like all ladies, we all have body dysmorphia. So, right, what do we right. know? Yeah. Um, and I just was like, "Oh well, I'm just going to go with it," because we were on tour with Kid Koala, and we were also dancing in his show, doing kind of a. It was called Vinyl Vaudeville, was the name of his show, and in that we were kind of doing. Uh, not burlesque where we were taking our clothes off, but um, we had like a big fan dance we did, but we were wearing just leotard and tights. So there wasn't a, there wasn't anything to hide a baby bump. Yeah. But, right. 
I somehow wasn't really showing very much. And the only that is like the last. I mean, I think I think the first time I was pregnant, I yeah. started like popping out around seventeen weeks. I feel like you had like you were like at the you very were on the cusp. end. Of... Yeah, and it was probably the last days you wanted to be in anything binding. Yeah, yeah. But you know what though? I I think I was late to show in just in general, and I don't really know why that was, but. Something I, was wrong. I was probably I the no one had, No one thought I was pregnant or said anything anyway, except when we were in um, we were in Brno in the Czech Republic, and this guy after the show came up to me and he was like, "I have a wish for you. Do you want to hear it?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, definitely want to hear your wish for me." He's like, "That you are pregnant." And I was like, wait a minute, how'd you know I was pregnant? He's like, because you look pregnant. <laughs> I was like, thanks, asshole. Yeah, I know. Thank awesome. you very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, oh, go ahead. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was great though. I mean, I felt, uh, you know, the, I asked the doctor before I left, I was like, can I do this? Go on tour, dance around, sing. He was, and she just told me she was like, "Yeah, you can do everything. Just don't jump off of stage. Just don't, don't. You're not allowed to stage dive." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> got it. Thanks. That's cool. That is pretty cool. That's awesome. It's actually probably though with that window of like where you still have your energy kind of comes back and like, yeah, it's when I know that was like when I was like, I can still exercise and do things, yeah. and then you know, at the third trimester, it's and you're like, fuck all that." motivation oh yeah fuck that i was like this pregnancy is no no problem at all because the first trimester actually i was in italy for most of it because <laughs> my husband and i had planned this month-long trip to italy where we were like we're just gonna eat and drink and have the <laughs> best time because we don't have kids <laughs> and then it was like day three in the trip and i was like i feel kind of pregnant oh my and God. then i took a pregnancy test and i was like what I'm oh. totally pregnant. Oh my God. <laughs> so then I walked around Italy being like, oh, I'm so nauseous. Italian food is disgusting. Everything's gross. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> well, but, how's, it, how's it been now that everything's kind of settled down? Yeah. We're touring. Now, we haven't had like a brand new raw mom. I don't have a raw mom. New mom well, on the old? show. So how old is the baby now? Yeah. like. So he is six weeks old. Six weeks. Oh, yeah. Brand new. Brand new. You have, you have your original body baby. back, right? Your body's back to, to where yeah, it was. Actually, right there, I had right? A, <laughs> I had an uh, appointment actually earlier today with my midwife. She gave me the okay. I can ride a bike. I can go exercise. Oh. I can do my whole, my whole thing. But, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I'm, I'm breastfeeding, too. And I, um, I'm, like, actually really surprised. I... I, I, you know, everyone was like, you know, you'll you'll lose a lot more weight if you breastfeed, which I was like, fantastic. That's motivation <laughs> for me. I don't have to exercise and I'll lose weight. I love that. Right. And so, I'm actually I'm still wearing maternity pants, but that's I, I think because I just love them. I didn't know how great I gotta say, for H and M. So this is not like a like a fake plug, but H and M makes these skinny jeans that are pregnancy jeans on what? top. Holy shit, these are amazing. Oh. Oh. Okay. They're like never, I, I feel like these should be airplane jeans. Because you know when you sit on an airplane, <laughs> yeah. like, I need to unbutton that top button. These are like, you're like skinny jeans on the bottom, stretch pants on the top. Nice. That's nice. I'm going to have to uh, save a couple of pair yeah. for the travel. <laughs> for the travel. But like, how are you, so how are you adjusting? Was it, I mean, did you have any sort of like, I'm totally ready for this or... No. I'm not ready for the, you know, I mean, how, how are you, how are you? You're a mom You're now. You're a mom now. Yeah, I, you know, I still, well, I definitely was like terrified, totally terrified the entire pregnancy that I was like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I was, I never really, I wasn't like a kid that was a babysitter. I always was the kid that hung out with like the adults at the party. Yeah. You know, I never really was. I have a younger brother, but he's like a couple years younger than me. So I, the baby thing totally freaked me out. I was like, I've never held an infant for more than 10 minutes without being like, you can take her back now. <laughs> um, you know, they just freaked me out. I didn't, I didn't, I was really scared of, of the baby thing. And then once the baby was, once he was born, I was like, oh, he's like a kitten. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> Someone should have told me this. It's like having a kitten, and it's awesome. So it's been it's been great. I mean, I think we've been lucky because he sleeps pretty oh, well. Nice. So that I think the sleep thing having being being rested, I think makes the transition better. And also, my husband works from home, so yeah, we really are together doing it which is also nice. That's great. So I think I have, like, a very lucky situation, and I have a great, relaxed baby, which is also, I'm very lucky, and he's healthy, totally healthy, which is another great thing. So, I mean, overall, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling like I'm getting away with something. So the rec- hearing so, so many people that are like, you'll never sleep again. And I'm like, well, you a mean bitch. Well, so the recommendation is go on a... <laughs> four-week European rock yeah. and roll tour yeah. when you're yeah. in your second trimester and it makes for perfect babies. Yeah, yeah, just like pump a lot of really loud house music at your <laughs> at your unborn child in, in, in utero yeah. and I'll just chill him out. Chill him out pretty fast. Like, yeah, but he's he's been really great. I, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to get back to performing in the beginning of November. I'm doing a show in Toronto. So that I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited about. I'm not sure how everything's going to go, but right. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go for it and just, you know, cuz like one of the things I think I found when I was pregnant and am now a mom is that a lot of people tell you what you can do and what you can't do <laughs> and when you, when you're ready to do stuff and I'm like, yeah, but you don't know me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I you think know? it's it's you know, like every <laughs> Every kid grows up in the environment that they grow up in. It's their normal. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's their normal. And as long as you're, my general rule was always like, as long as I'm res- you know, being respectful of this kid that I brought along with me, yeah. you know, and they're yeah. just like I would a friend or anybody else that yeah. I'm asking to join me, uh, then it usually, things usually work out all right. Yeah. You know, as long as you're also being good to yourself, it's all, eh, you're going to be fine. Well, I also like the fact that, because like, I know... You were saying you were terrified during the pregnancy and like, yeah. you know, I think when you're doing it for the first time, you're so, you know, you just don't know what to expect and you're nervous. Yeah. And so it's very easy to feel like I should just let other people tell me when I'll right. be ready to do stuff because you, you yeah. feel like I don't know when, you know. Yeah. So I think that's really awesome that you're just like, you know what? I'm doing fine and I know yeah. myself better than you can, do. And I can learn my own lessons. Yeah. If for some reason it, yeah, doesn't, work it doesn't work out, out I'll figure yeah. that out. That's how you'll know. <laughs> yeah. I'll know. Like for yeah. example, I went to Coney Island this weekend and mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was, I went with my mom. We were walking around. I was like, we walked down to the beach part, you know, and it's, there's not like no one there, which was, anyway, that's not an <laughs> interesting part of the story. But anyway, so we're on the beach. And we're in the sand. I was like, oh, I think I need to change him. And I take out a changing bag and put it on the sand. I'm like halfway through changing him. I'm like, this was a terrible idea. Why yeah. Yeah. It on sand? Yeah. That's, that's a lesson learned. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm not going to do that again. You know what I'm like? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. And then my, my rule of thumb lately has just been like, well, if he's not crying and he seems okay, I guess that's okay. Yeah. That is, all, that, is yes. that is the ultimate. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Very good job. <laughs> like, people are like, can I hold him like this? Is this an okay way to hold him? I'm like, does he seem upset? I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. no, it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, he seems to tell me when he is like, no. Yeah, exactly. Listen to your baby. <laughs> Just listen to your yeah. baby. He's um, a good communicator, I got to say. He's a real good communicator. Well, I want to tell you, I want to share one uh, story with you uh, from Please. one of our uh, listeners uh, about the mom song uh, before we go. So uh, so we have this little, you know, I use like one of the first cuts of the song because it, it ends, we use it to end our genius fail section where usually it's right after a horrible fail that a mom has done yeah. um, and talks about you're the greatest mom and then it's about calling because it's going to bring us into our call and then I fade out. And <laughs> this listener right on the Facebook page, she was like, I love this song so much. It's so sweet. And I went and bought it and then I heard <laughs> the whole thing. And our <laughs> listeners have never, I've never played the full song <laughs> 
on the show. So I just want to inform the listeners today, you will be hearing a much larger portion of the song today <laughs> on the show. Yeah. But this is a song about getting high with your mom. <laughs> um, that is and it just cracked me up. But this caught somebody so off guard. Uh, because I also think it's really sweet that you got, yeah, you know, like that the song is about getting it high with still your mom. Sweet. It's still a really sweet song. <laughs> but it just, I just wanted you to know that we just had totally, I mean, the person still likes the song. It That's just, like the best thing. That's the best. That's the best uh, reaction ever. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I just like that. I felt, I was like, Oh my God, have I just been secretly disingenuous with like all our yeah. listeners? Yes. Yeah, but it's all right. Yeah, always. <laughs> well, Adira, congratulations. Thank you. On Thank the new baby. Much. Thank you for joining us, especially. I know it's always hard with the brand new baby. We really appreciate it. And yeah, good thank luck you. on the tour. And. Uh, we're going to hook everybody up with the uh, During the Experience website. I'm going to throw a couple of videos up on the Facebook page and on Twitter. And uh, good luck, Adira. Oh, oh, and side note, in yeah. the music video, that's my real mom. Oh, I know. It's totally a real mom. Oh, cool. So we're going to, yeah. So that's also a we total shout out to your, to your real mom. Oh, awesome. For being yeah. so supportive of you and your music and the whole night. It's just great. Good moms. Good moms all Yay, the way. Yay, moms. Yay, moms. All right, ladies, onward with the, with the fabulous show. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. And when I just don't know what to do you always know what's best cause we get high just my mom and me so high and I can't feel my face This is Jesse Thorne, proprietor of MaximumFun.org and host of International Waters. International Waters pits a team of comedians in London against a team of comedians here in L.A. over several rounds of very stupid pop culture questions and games. We've got Paul F. Tompkins, Josie Long, Greg Proops, Claudio Doherty, Robin Ince, Andy Zaltzman, Paul Shear, Izzy Sooty, Ricky Carmona, Cameron Esposito, Aaron Gibson, Brian Safi. So join me and the best comedians in the English-speaking world for International Waters. Go to MaximumFun.org or look for us in the iTunes store. Oh, so much fun. That was very fun. That was awesome. She sounds fantastic. She's, she's lying to I us. I know, she must be she lying. She must be lying I to hate us. her. Ah, how dare. No, what? you know what? It's actually so good to yeah. have somebody on who is doing well. Because yeah. I have another friend like that who's, like, enjoying the first, like, eight weeks or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's it's a baby, yeah. Like It's fine. It's great, you know. And it's Why like, are you having such a problem? I know, I know. And it's it's just, I mean, it is, it is nice to have yes. a range of perspectives. It doesn't always have to be like a complete <laughs> nightmare meltdown day after day. Uh, I, I'm just going to go with that our second children are mm-hmm. going to be just like that experience. The oh, positive yeah. one. Super oh, mellow. Yeah. Totally. Super relaxed baby. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> speaking of super relaxed, we have no rants this week. No one decided to call us and have a total mom breakdown. Oh, okay. So, which means that everybody must be out there totally honing in on the mom experience yeah. and nailing it. Doing great and telling each other that they're doing a good job. So really good job. You know, I did, I ran to her mom the other day and I, was, I told her she was doing a good job. She had like two boys and like the youngest one kept being like, help me up, help me up. Because so he wanted to follow the older brother and she was like, nope, you can climb as far as you can climb. And I was like, and she turned to me and she said, you know, like, I'm really trying to work on, you know, the youngest one just doesn't want to do anything on his own. 
Oh, wants yeah. me to do everything. And, like, you know, my husband's not on board. Like, he's like, yeah, but it's easy enough for me just to do it for him, right? Yeah. And it, she was like, but I am not going to have one of these, like, grown men who are just <laughs> children because people did everything for them their whole lives. And I was like, good for you. Like, good for you. So. So good job, Mom, and good job to all the other moms out there. And as always, stop feeling like shit. I don't feel like I've said this recently enough. Yeah. Stop feeling like shit for being a mom. Stop feeling like shit if your potty training's not going well or if you aren't ready to potty train yep. or if you know for a fact it's all about you and not about your kid with yep. the potty training. Just fuck it. Don't worry about it. You're doing a good job. Stop feeling like shit for being a dad. Stop feeling like shit for just not having children or whatever, like whatever it is in your life that you're putting too much pressure on yourself for, let it go. Have a good week. Oh, wait, Teresa. What? You're doing a really great job. Oh, thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blue, low down mama blue. Got to low down mama blue, got to low down mama blue, you know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not going down Mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.